0: Shit a motherfucking layup i been Steph Curry with the shot Been cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot, boy Live from the 301 Live from the pot I want to welcome my audience to episode number 41 of Curry in the Pot Week number 12 is in the books We say goodbye, week 12, hello, week 13 Week 13 begins tonight with the Redskins versus the Cowboys In Jerry's world And man You know It was another, another good week in football man Week 12 So of course I'm going to recap that And then I will give you guys my predictions For week number 13 So let's get right into it guys Guys I picked I did, I did an absolute amazing job On the picks last week I picked 13 games correct That's right, 13. I went 13 and three on the picks. That was my best week to date. Wow, I'm pretty good at this. So let's talk about the games. So we had a slate of three games last Thursday on Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys ate good, man. Hope you guys enjoyed. But on Thanksgiving, we had food and football. The first game was the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings, which was a good game. In fact, the Vikings won 30 to 23 and a late interception by Xavier Rhodes sealed the game for Minnesota. It was a really good game. Matthew Stafford, you know, hooked up with Marvin Jones a couple of times. Marvin Jones, my guy on my fantasy team, hooked up with him a couple of times, you know. Case Keenum has been playing really well. He's been playing well, man. Two touchdowns, man. He reminds me of Kirk Cousins in 2015, Kirk's first year of starting. And he's, he's been impressive. Latavius Murray's been running the football well. Adam Thielen has been playing like a top, you know, 8-10 receiver this season. They also have Stephon Diggs, you know. Really good team, man. A really good team. The Vikings did win 30-23, as I said. Second game, which was a game I enjoyed a lot. And now, go Chargers, go. Hey, man, go Chargers, go. I picked that game correctly. The Los Angeles Chargers wound it up, winning that game 28-6, blowing the Cowboys out in Jerry's world. Phillip Rivers had three touchdowns, hooked up with Keenan Allen for a touchdown. Keenan Allen's been playing really well. It's good to see him, you know, staying healthy this year. He had 11 catches, a buck 72 receiving. And, you know, where do I start with the Cowboys? Where do I start? Dak Prescott seems to look pretty average without Ezekiel Elliott. You know, Dak Dinkin' Dunk Prescott is what I like to call him. You know, 27 pass, 27 pass attempts and a buck 79 you know, passing yards, two picks. You know, they just it's a really inconsistent team. I know they didn't have Sean Lee. I know people going to say that. He's one of their best players. Pro Bowl player, you know, went healthy. But they just look pretty average. Dak looks pretty average. I hope my Redskins could take him out. But but shout out to the Chargers, though. Winners, you know, after starting 0-4, they've won like six straight, I believe. Something like that. I know they're 5-6 and six now. And they've been playing really good football. Shout out to the Chargers who are right on the Chiefs' heels. Shout out to the Chargers, man. And the Thanksgiving nightcap consisted of my Washington Redskins against the New York Giants. But the Redskins got the W though, man. 20 to 10 was the final score. Kirk Cousins threw a pair of touchdowns, won the to Josh Doxson, and won the Jameson Crowder, who's been coming on coming along late as of late. You know. I say a lot of bad things about Kirk and the Redskins, but he, him and Jay Gruden, they've done a good job adjusting to adversity and overcoming adversity, you know. As far as, you know, personnel, people been in and out of the lineup. Offensive line been banged up, adapting to, you know, two, you know, new receivers pretty much, Josh Doxson and, you know, just new receivers, man. Terrell Pryor, you know, earlier. But, you know, it's been, you know, an adjustment period, but they haven't been that bad. Especially if you look at the schedule that they've played. So the Redskins got it done 20 to 10. Giants lose another one. And, they know, I'm sure everybody heard about Eli Manning being benched in favor of Geno Smith. And it's just been a mess. It's been a hot mess for the Giants. Moving on to the Sunday games. Falcons, Buccaneers. I picked Atlanta to win. Atlanta's been rolling lately. Tevin Coleman, 19 carries. 97 yards, two TDs. Matt Ryan a touchdown. Julio Jones, 12 catches, 253 yards. Muhammad Sanu threw him a touchdown. Julio was just eating on on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Julio's been killing him. Like I said, 12 catches, 253, man. Whew. Crazy stat line. Falcons got it done 34 to 20. They've been rolling as of late. Bengals-Browns, two teams in Ohio. Bengals got it done 30 to 16. Joe Mixon, 23 carries, a buck 14 on the ground in the touchdown. A.J. Green, you know, Ben, A.J. Green, five catch, six, six yards. Andy Dalton threw two TDs, one to Tyler Croft, and another to Tyler Boyd. Bengals win, Browns remain winless. Titans and Colts, that game was really close, and I expected it to be, you know, AFC South game. Could go either way. Titans got it done, though, 20-16. DeMarco Murray had a score late in the game with about six minutes to go. Titans got it done 20-16. Leaders of the AFC South now since the Jaguars lost. Bills and Chiefs, a game I didn't see coming. The Bills. The Bills got it done, man. Tyrod Taylor started again. He's been pretty consistent. He's been pretty consistent. Tredavious White had an interception late in the game. Bills, you know, they, they got another, you know, grinded out game. Another another grind that I we don't know what's going on with the Chiefs man loses a five out of their last six. What's going on? They need to get it together. The Chargers and the Raiders are both behind them with the five and six record. And remember, the, the Raiders beat them early in the season. So, AFC West, you gotta watch out for that division. Dolphins and Patriots. New England got it done. Tom Brady, four TDs, man. The ageless wonder, Tom Brady himself. Hooked up with Gronk for a pair of TDs. Brandon Cooks had a TD as well. Patriots win 35-17. Another division showdown that took place. Moving on, we got the Panthers and the Jets. The Jets, they almost had this one. But I want to give Todd Bowles, head coach of the New York Jets, a lot of credit for doing what he's doing with this team. They don't really have a lot of talent. Josh McCown is their quarterback. Bilel Powell is their running back. and Matt Forte, too, but I'm pretty sure most football fans do not know who Robbie Anderson is. I know who he is. He played at Temple. He had six catches, a buck 46 receiving, and two TDs, but it just was not enough. Panthers' defense played really well. Cam Newton had a touchdown run. You know, Luke Keekly had a fumble return in that game. The Panthers grinded that game out, and they also had a punt return, too. They... Really grinded that game out, man. Go Panthers. They're still rolling, man. Keep pounding. Eagles and Bears, an absolute blowout. The Eagles have been blowing out teams, man. Carson Wentz, three TDs once again. These guys are just doing it, for real. Shout out to the Eagles, man. 31-3. Moving right along. We got the Seahawks and 49ers. 24 to 13 was the final score russell wilson two tds cj Bethart went down in that game jimmy garoppolo came in late jimmy garoppolo will start this sunday against the chicago bears seahawks another team to watch out for as they try to close in the gap and they try to clinch a wild card spot gotta watch out for seattle rams and saints a game that i picked incorrectly Could have went either way, honestly. But I would have picked the Rams had I known that Marshawn Lattimore would have been inactive. I would have picked the Rams off the strength of that. But I also feel, you know, to an extent that the Redskins did expose the Saints defense a little bit. You know, the Redskins put up 30 on the Saints defense. I feel like they exposed something a little bit. Gotta give a lot of credit to the Rams, though. Coach by... Sean McVay, you guys know that. Former offensive coordinator of Washington Redskins. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it because I'm going to just keep saying it. Sean McVay, a bright young mind. Really young guy, man. Getting it done. Getting the most out of Jared Goff, who due for 354 yards and two TDs. Jared Goff's been playing good football this year, man. Cooper Cup had eight catches, a buck 16 receiving. But on the Saints, on the flip side, let's talk about Alvin Kamara, man, who's been doing it. He's been efficient on the touches that he's been getting. Like, the guy had 11 touches. 11 touches. He had five carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. He had six carries for 101 yards and a touchdown. He's been really efficient. Me and my boy Brian were just talking about, we don't even know why the Saints even signed Adrian Peterson to begin with. Alvin Kamara should have been doing this the first few weeks of the season, but AP had to get his touches, blah, blah, blah. But... I think the Saints will bounce back next week. Alvin Kamara, man, really good player. Cardinals and Jaguars, another game I picked incorrectly. Game came down to a late field goal by Phil Dawson, 57-yarder. His career-long field goal. It was in Arizona, so it's kind of a trap game for, for the Jaguars, but it was a close game, man. I didn't think the Jags would lose, but they lost. Cardinals got it done 27-24. to Raiders and Broncos. I know everybody saw the scuffle again between Michael Crabtree and Aqib Talib. Both of those guys suspended for one game. The Raiders got it done, though, 21-14. I don't know what's going on with Denver this year. I I just don't know. What's going on with them, man? Somebody let me know. I know they're not really good at developing QBs. John Elway has been horrible at that. Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, they're all trash. Moving right along to the Sunday night football game. The Steelers and the Packers, and that game was really good. I watched the whole thing while I was doing a paper. Actually, watched the whole thing. Brett Hundley did not play bad. He had three TDs. Jamal Williams, he had a good game running the football and receiving. He took like a 50-yard screen to the house. But Antonio Brown, Mr. Business is booming. Mr. Call God himself, Antonio Brown had 10 catches, a buck 69, two TDs. Man, he just he Antonio Brown is filthy. God does it week in and week out, man. He got to be the best receiver in the league, man. Ravens and Texans on Monday Night Football. I picked this game correctly. The Ravens have been winning some weird grinding out games, man. Alex Collins, I like him. He's like a power back. The defense, they were led by Terrell Suggs, man, who had multiple sacks in this game. The Ravens win another grind-out game, man. Shout-out to them. All right, moving on to, to week 13, which starts tonight. I don't know if I can reduplicate week 12 because some of these games are just weird. They're just like weird. You'll see when I read the slate of games. But tonight, the Thursday night football game, we have my Washington Redskins visiting the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry's World and. I'm going with my team. I'm going with the Washington Redskins. I just do not see any evidence in the Dallas Cowboys that they can beat us just tonight on this given night. No Ezekiel Elliott. No Sean Lee. Dak Prescott has been off. I think we could rattle them as well. You know, Ryan Kerrigan, Zach Brown, Junior Gallette. I think they. Preston Smith. I think I think we could ride on them. I'm going to be looking at the Josh Norman versus Dez quote-unquote top five matchup. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at that. I'm going to be looking at average QB DAC. I'm going to be just looking at a lot of things, man. But I'm going with the Washington Redskins. They will be wearing color rush unis. Dallas will be wearing white on white. The Redskins will not be wearing the uniforms. The NFL gave them the mustard, you know, yellow on yellow. They will be wearing burgundy on burgundy. And they haven't worn burgundy on burgundy since Clinton Portis was the running back in town. So it's been a while. But I'm going with the Redskins. I think... I don't think there'll be a lot of scoring in that game But I'm going with Washington On Sunday We got the Falcons and Vikings I'm going with Minnesota Minnesota is the road team But they're for real They're for real The defense has been playing great They've been Able to run the football Latavius Murray Jerick McKinnon Gives some touches too Adam Thielen's been playing like a top 10 receiver And they still have Stefan Diggs Case Keenum has been playing really well man He's been playing really well I like the defense, too, like I just said. Xavier Rowe, Terrence Smith, Everson Griffin, Daniel Hunter, Anthony Barr. They got a lot of guys on that team, man. A lot of guys in that unit. But I think it'll be a good game, though. Falcons, you know, they've been playing really really good lately. Winners are about three straight, I believe. I think it's been three, three or four straight. They've been playing good lately. Been playing some good football. Should be a good game, though. I'm going with Minnesota. Ravens and Lions. The Ravens are at home. I'm picking Detroit, though, I think. I think Detroit, well, this is a must-win for both teams, but I think Detroit will win. Marvin Jones been playing really good. Golden Tate. Lions just don't have a run game. That's the only. That's their Achilles heel. Defense is solid. Darius Slay's a good corner. Defense is solid. Ravens, you know, they're a solid team, too. Really good defense. I just don't know. But I'm going Lions. It's a weird game. Bills, Patriots. I'm going with New England. 49ers and Bears are a really weird game. Jimmy Garoppolo will start. I'm going with... I'm going with San Francisco. I'm going to go with them. Packers and Buccaneers. That game is in Lambeau. Brett Hundley really played well on Sunday night, man. I'm going with... I'm going with the Packers. Jags, Colts. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'm pretty sure they're angry about that game. This is a weird one right here. The Dolphins and the Broncos. I... I have no idea who's gonna win this one. It's so weird. You don't know what you're gonna get from either team. So I'm gonna do this. Siri, flip a coin. Heads? Alright. Heads is the Dolphins. Tails is the Broncos. So it looks like I'm going with the Dolphins. I don't I don't know who's gonna win this. So keep to leave suspended. Broncos have been inconsistent. I I I don't know, man. Let's let's just move on. Jets and Chiefs, that game is in MetLife Stadium. Chiefs are the road team. They've losers of two straight. They've almost given up the division. Six and five Chiefs. I'm I'm going with say I think they will win this one. It is a must-win game. If they don't win, Alex Smith plays bad. They may be calling for my guy, Patrick Mahomes, the second. They may be calling for Pat Mahomes. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Titans, Texans. AFC South Showdown. I'm gonna go with Tennessee. That game is in Tennessee. I'm gonna go with them. Chargers and Browns. I don't even need to play that soundbite. It is the Browns. But the Browns did beat the Chargers last year and got their only win against the Chargers. But I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to Los Angeles Chargers. I'm gonna say San Diego. I'm going with the Chargers. Saints and Panthers. I'm going with New Orleans. I'm going with New Orleans. I'm going to go with them. Rams and Cardinals. I'm going with the L.A. Rams. Y'all know why I'm going with them. Raiders and Giants. I feel like after everything that's gone down with the Giants this week, Eli Manning being benched in favor of Geno Smith. How could you do that to your franchise guy? Guy that led you to two Super Bowl victories, two-time Super Bowl MVP. How could you do that to a guy like Eli Manning? I I understand you want to... You might be looking about, thinking about a quarterback in the draft. You want to see with Geno Smith and Davis Webb. I don't know. I've, I've got mixed feelings about this. It's like I feel like if it wasn't Geno Smith, people wouldn't be as mad. But, like, I, I, I'm up in the air, man. I'm in between. But you don't do a guy, Eli. You don't do Eli Manning like that. That's just wrong, man. But I'm going with the Raiders to win this one. They will be without Michael Crabtree, and Amari Cooper is in concussion protocol, so I don't know about him yet. Sunday Night Football, at the Seahawks and the Eagles, I want the Seahawks to win. I do, I do, I do. Ooh, I want the Seahawks to win, but I'm going, I'm going with the Eagles, man. Can't really bet against them right now. They're hot, man. They're, they're on fire. They're fuego. They're smoking. Uh, yeah, they're all that. Monday Night Football, Bengals and Steelers, I'm going with the Steelers, man, they've been rolling, offense be rolling, I don't know who's going to go AB this week, I'm going with Pittsburgh, and before I wrap things up, I want to share a few things with you guys, last night, my family and I hosted Maryland head coach DJ Durkin and a couple members from his staff, and... Because my cousin, Evan Gregory, is committed to Maryland to play guard. He's going there next year. He goes to DeMatha. He's going there next year to play guard. And it was really great, man. I got to meet head coach DJ Durkin, a really, you know, young accomplice. Only 39 years old, but he has quite the resume. You know, being at Florida where Urban Meyer was there, you know, being the D coordinator and stuff like that. You know, being... He has, he has a nice resume. He was in Florida for five years. He was also at Stanford with Jim Harbaugh. And he was at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh as well. The guy has a really nice resume, man. And, you know, he's the head coach of the Maryland Terps. You know, he told me he wants to turn this program around. And it starts with getting the talent that's in the DMV, getting all the talent that's in this area. And... I just wanted to share that with you guys. You know, he's a really nice guy, man. Really, really cool guy. Staff is cool as well, man. I told him about the podcast and stuff, man. Hey, you never know, man. Soon, man, might be some things in the works. And on another note, I could not end this episode without talking about this. Monday was the 10-year anniversary of my favorite player, Sean Taylor's death. And... I was just sitting in my car thinking like, man, I I broke down. You know, I shed a couple of tears, man. He, the guy was really going to be something special. He was already proven. He, he was special the moment he stepped foot on the field in that number 36 jersey. The guy was absolutely special. And I wrote a post on, you know, both my Instagram accounts. And, you know, I don't know. I was a little sad, man. It's just crazy. crazy. A guy that, you know, he, he everything was trending, you know, upward in his life, man. The guy was, he changed his life around first of all. He stopped, you know, I remember, you know, when Sean Taylor first came into the league, he had like, you know, some off the field issues and stuff like that. You know, he had like a bit of a rocky start when he first got to D.C., but after the birth of his daughter, the guy became a changed man. Guys like Clinton Portis and Santana Moss, his brothers, you know, they were saying that, Sean, you know, just became a changed guy. He he didn't want to do anything. He didn't want to go out. He just wanted to be around his daughter and you know his fiance at the time, man, his lovely fiance, and he just the guy just cared about football and family, and that's what makes the tragedy so so you know sad. And he, the guy was only twenty four years old, really young guy. Everything was going, you know. He died right before the prime of his career. He was entering his prime, and. You know, I'm just really sad about it. And I remember going to the to the game against the Bills after his death to get the, you know, I got my 21 tie. It was Really cold game, man. But me and my dad said, we here for Sean, man. We didn't have the best seats, but we, we here for Sean, man. And, you know, it still saddens me to this day, man. You know, what could have been? The guy was like, imagine Cam Chancellor's physique with Ed Reed's instincts. And, you know, the speed of, like, Charles Woodson. Like, that's what the guy, you know, would have been. And his game was maturing. And he was growing as a person as well as a player. And, you know, it's just a tragedy. But I had to had to share that, man. Ten-year anniversary. Time really flies. You no know, time. time has wings, man. But I just want to thank everybody for listening one last time. This is Mike Curry. Um, I hope you guys enjoy listening. As much as I love talking about this stuff, NFL season is almost over. It's been a good season, man. It's been a really good season. You know, a lot of teams are playing well. Some surprise teams, like I talked about. You know, the Saints, the Rams. You know, I didn't see this coming. Jaguars been playing. I didn't see this coming from. You know, a lot of these teams. But it's been a it's been a terrific season. Unless you're a Browns fan, <laughs> but I just want to thank everybody for listening one last time, man. Appreciate you guys rocking for me, man. Thanks for riding with me on this journey to success, man. We only going upward, man. We I'm just getting started, man. This is episode 41, though. I'm signing out, Mike Curry. Signing out. Episode number 41 is done. And today is November 30th. This is my dad's 53rd birthday, so happy birthday, Dad, man. I love you, man. Uh, you 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 the reason I love to, I love sports. Love talking about sports, man. You got me into it, man. Just thanks for thanks. Thankful for your guidance. And just thanks for everything, man. Happy birthday, man. Love you. But I'm signing out, man. Mike Curry is done. Episode number 41 is done. Peace. I'm out.